Woods Podcast. This episode continues the Train from Nowhere story, where we leave off with Emily, Steve, and Azor waking up in the Cup and Saucer Inn. They have a long travel ahead to the Forest of Screams, where they need to find the last item that Lyris asked for, the old staff. The group will encounter some new challenges. Chapter 6, A Walk to the Forest. They wake up in the morning and gather their belongings. Emily places the gem of the sun into a bag. But before she puts it in the bag, she notices that the gem is no longer shining. There's sunlight shining into the basement room. She wonders if this gem only works at night. Steve puts his dagger around his waist, and they start to head up to the dining room. They have a little something to eat in the dining area. And before they head out, those four men from the night before come walking into the dining room and sit down. I don't feel too comfortable about those men, says Steve. There's something strange about them. I wouldn't worry about them. We have to get to the forest. They get up and walk on out of the inn and continue their way out of the village. They have quite a ways to walk today, and it looks to be that it's going to be hot. But right now, they enjoy the cooler temperature. They walk for quite a while among fields with a few trees here and there. I think we're being followed, says Azor. I haven't seen anyone, but I get the sense there's someone behind us. Really? I haven't seen anybody either. Maybe it's those guys from the inn. Maybe we should take a different way and try and lose them. Up ahead, there's a large rock hill. There are two paths that go around it and meet up again on the other side of the hill. That would be a good place for us to split off. Steve and Emily, you would take the left path and I take the right. Are you sure that's a good idea, splitting up? I guess we could do that, but what if one of us gets in trouble? We need to yell if we find any trouble. And the others need to come and try to help. All right, we can try it out. So as they reach the rock hill, they take their separate ways. Emily and Steve are kind of happy, actually, to get a little alone time. It's really the first time they've been away from anyone since they've been in the land of Izo. They catch up a little bit on their adventure and talk about their concern of those following us. And they also talk about how they've been gone for quite a while. We've been gone for a long time, Steve. I wonder if Mom and Dad are worried about us. I don't know. This place works a little different. I mean, they might not even know we're gone right now. Well, all we need to really work on right now is getting the staff for Lyris so we can get home. As they're walking, they hear a cracking sound in the woods. What was that? They both turn to their left, but they don't see anything. I don't know, but we need to get to the end of this path quickly to meet up with Azor. They finally reach the end of the path, and Azor is not there waiting. Up ahead is a forest, a large forest. I bet that's the Forest of Screams, says Steve. I think so too, says Emily. I hope Azor is okay. After some time, Azor does finally show up. What took you so long? I was taking my time to ensure no one was watching or following me. 
Up ahead is the forest of screams. Yeah, we kind of figured that was the case. But I cannot enter it with you. The forest only allows specific kinds to enter, and humans are one of them. But my kind is not. How are we going to find the staff without your help, Azer? After all, you are our guide. Even if I go in, I do not know where it is. You should use the clues or map to help you. Oh yeah, the clues. I forgot about those. Steve pulls out one of the clues and reads. The staff you see looks like a tree, but you will only be able to see it from the right angle. It is deep in the forest and is closest to the screams. Not sure that's so helpful. Before you go into the forest, make sure you are aware of your surroundings. It is supposed to be very dangerous, and the screams are the dangerest of all. There have been stories of people going insane when they've stayed in the forest too long. Be careful and hurry back so we can return to Lyris. Thanks, Azor. Steve and Emily step into the forest and walk a little bit in. Shortly as they're in the forest, all they see is dead-looking trees. They're gray and lifeless-looking. But there is a lot of growth, lots of vines and trees. It's difficult to navigate. They finally find a skinny path to follow after a few hundred feet into the forest. As they get further into the forest, they start to hear the screams in the far distance, but they're very muted. After they've walked for quite a ways, they stop, decide to rest. They sit on some broken down tree branches pull out their backpacks, and grab some food. The screams are now becoming a little louder, but not too bad. As they are eating, a bird approaches them. This is the first creature they have seen in the forest. It's the size of a turkey, but purple in color, with large eyes and a rainbow mohawk, and it has very skinny legs. It walks up to them and just stares. I think he might be hungry, says Emily. She tosses him a little bit of food. The bird eats the food quickly and then looks back at them. Why'd you do that? Now the bird's going to think that you're going to give him more food, and then he's just going to keep following us. All right, let's keep moving. It's getting dark out, and I don't want to be in this forest any longer than I have to be. As I get up and walk along, the bird does indeed follow them. I told you not to feed the bird. Now it expects us to take care of it like a pet. I've always wanted a pet. It can be our pet in Izo. And if we have a pet, we need to name it. Steve was not trying to encourage her, but did think it would be nice to at least have a name to call it if it was in fact going to keep following them. It might be nice to have a little company as well. I'm going to name it Bucky. Bucky? That seems like a strange name. I think it's kind of fun. As they walk deeper into the forest, Bucky follows them and the screams become louder and louder.
This concludes Chapter 6, A Walk to the Forest, from A Train from Nowhere Story. This podcast features the song A Dinner and a Rabbit by Mute Stare, available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License. We hope you enjoyed this episode from the Stories from the Woods podcast. Please leave us a review, and as always, continue to listen to our next episode.